Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in from 7 to 8, as always, for the Mike Schaefer Hour today. We'll have Rick Heyman's Song of the Day at 6.45. Wow, it's a party. It's going to be 96 degrees today. Is it? It's a hog day for you. Get the hog out. All right. Have uh, to. Good morning. Good morning to you and all of Lincoln and the world. <laughs> what do you think the... the I'm I'm curious right now. Text line 402-464-5685. What is the farthest away someone is listening at this moment to this show? In the country or in the world? How about in the world? At one time, we had somebody listening to this show live from Guam. Okay. Is anybody still out there in Guam or in a foreign country? I don't know where Guam is. Listening to early break. Where's uh, Guam? Yeah, you don't know. Listen, I love geography. And I don't know exactly where Guam's at. I was going to say over by the Philippines. That's probably wrong, though. I, now I sound like an idiot because I said what, I, what I thought. Yeah. If bit. I'm wrong, if I'm totally wrong, then there's the idiot in the room. I just want... Who's the farthest away this morning listening to the show from Lincoln, Nebraska? I just want us... We don't have to... <laughs> to beat around the bush on our lack of knowledge, okay? If we don't know something, we're going to tell you. And sometimes it's going to be embarrassing. Well, we've... That's pretty common. Every day, there's something like that in the show where we just really reveal ourselves look stupid and to be morons, uncultured and morons. Yeah, stupid, uncultured morons, uncultured swine, basically. <laughs> I think swine's a little yeah, hard. It's the swine. You got to have the swine. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uncultured swine. Breezy claims to listen to us from Mars. I don't think that's true. Breezy, like welcome that. from Mars. What time is it in Mars? Uh, uh, Brian's listening from the GD moon, he says. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, meant, I, meant, I meant seriously, guys. Just curious. Yeah, I don't know. Mars is farther than the moon, correct? Yeah. Do we know that? I think, the, of course I, yeah, is. Mars is, is definitely Farther yeah. than the moon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you said that. Sure. You said that with a lot of confidence. So far, everybody says we're from Lincoln. So if again, if you're out there this morning and you're, and you're not from Lincoln, I'm I'm just trying to see who listens to the show live. You know, because podcasts, I know they they go everywhere, but who listens to it live? You know what would be really interesting from far away? Who the closest is? Yeah, somebody says they're listening from South Point Mall. Okay, what it's about close. anybody? Anybody at the Victoria Inn? <laughs> anybody? Uh, anybody over at there at the, the Victoria Target, Inn? Anybody at Target at 48th and R? <laughs> or at Raising Cane's, maybe, possibly. I would like to think Victoria Inn's front desk person might have us on. That's possible. Text us, 402-464-4685. also, if you want to try that. 402-464-5685. Yeah, you said 4685 that time. Yeah. 402-464-5685. You got it. Victoria Jer- Inn. Jeremiah in, in South Carolina is already up and at it. 
today. Uh, Walter in Delco, Pennsylvania. Hello, Walter. Uh, I'll tell you what, Walter. And who was the other one? Uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah in South Carolina. Joe Hi, Jeremiah. in Boulder, Colorado, obviously out there. Everybody. everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you for getting up and joining yeah, us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, all, all right, right. Let's, let's get into yeah. sports talk. I, yeah. Let's get into sports talk. There, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. How how much has Nebraska been held back by quarterback play since their last conference championship appearance? Now that of course, Zip was two thousand twelve. Nebraska got smoked by Wisconsin seventy thirty one. Taylor Martinez. Got them to the game. They won six straight games to end that season. As Bo Pliny once said, we need to win out after the loss to Ohio State. They did win out and made it to Indianapolis. It did not go well. And since then, they have not been back, Sip. And we always look at teams. You look at, okay, coaching. You look at quarterback play. You look at defense. But, Sip, how much has Nebraska been held back specifically by quarterback play since their last conference championship appearance in 2012? Well, I don't think they were held back by much of anything in 2013 and 2014. I mean, not on offense. Um, you know, that was still the Pelini area. Pelini area. You're, still ha- you're still having nine and four seasons. Okay. You also, remember, remember that was the time when, um, when did they beat George in the bowl game? Um, uh, that was 2012. Oh my God. And yeah, that was 12. You're right. Mm, no, no, it wasn't. It was. It must have been 11. 11. Yeah. 11. Anyway, anyway, what I, what, what I, as I looked at this last night, the overarching thought that occurs to me is Nebraska benefited. The Nebraska's quarterbacks benefited greatly from skill talent around them up until really 2006. 15, 2015, because think about 2000, we're starting at what, 2013? 2013 would be yeah. the year, yeah. Think about 2013. Now, it wasn't a great quarterback year because Taylor was hurt, right? And you had you had t- you had had Ron Kellogg. Yeah, Ron Kellogg played in 10 games with one start, and Tommy Armstrong made eight starts. Yes. Uh, Taylor made four starts. But think about the skill talent. See, Nebraska's Taylor Martinez and then those guys, uh, Ron Kellogg and Tommy Armstrong, and then Tommy Armstrong starting in 2014, benefited from much better skill position talent, in my opinion. Think about it. Okay, Jake, in 2013, Amir Abdullah. Ran for 1,690 yards. Wonderful. You just wrote a trivia question for today. Oh, crap. Um, in, 2000, I'll it. in 2013, Amir Abdullah ran for 1,690 yards. Okay. That, you know, you're talking about that takes a lot of pressure off. In 2012, go back to 2012. Nebraska's top four receivers, Kenny Bell, Quincy and Nunwood, Jamal Turner, and Kyler Reed. Okay. Now, I mean, or, or go back, even go back to 2011. The top four receivers, Kenny Bell, Brandon Kenny, Quincy and Nunwa, Rex Burkhead, and Kyler Reed. Mm-hmm. It's good. Solid. Yeah, but, but a little better than solid compared to they now. They were really good. Yeah. Now, 2014, 
Tommy Armstrong was okay. Okay. Completed 53% of his passes. Um, I'm not going to bombard you with stats, don't worry. But please don't. I'm not. He completed 53% of his passes, 22 touchdowns, 12 picks. I don't know. It was a 9-4 and four season. To drive home my point, better at skill positions, Amir Abdullah ran for 1,611 yards, 19 TDs. Now, how do you compare Tommy Armstrong and Adrian Martinez or, or Tommy Armstrong and, oh, I don't know, Tanner Lee, when they when when Tommy Armstrong benefits from that, Tom, Tommy Armstrong gets the advantage of having one of Nebraska's best running backs of all time. When when Amir went away, and then Terrell Newby took over the position, it wasn't bad. It was a here's Terrell Newby. It took, and, a, um, it took a big dip though. Yeah, it was I mean, ter- yeah, Newby it, was nowhere near Amir Abdullah. Right, it was Terrell Newby and Amani Cross, uh, and. So that's the overarching point I have. What if you put Adrian Martinez with Amir Abdullah, Brandon Kenny, Kenny Bell, Quincy, and Nuno and Kyler Reed? What do you think that would have looked like? Probably a lot better. Right. Have they been driven back by quarter? Have they been held back by quarterback play? I think they've been held back by. I think the quarterbacks have been held back by lack of players around him of late. But not not the end of the Pelini era. They had skill position talent. If if anything was holding them back in that in that, uh, I mean, I, I I hesitate a little bit. I mean, okay, Adrian did have a year with Stanley Morgan and J D. Spielman. That's a pretty good one too. Yeah, I know you're not sold on J D. But J D. was a solid receiver. Solid. He was solid. So are those guys. Those guys weren't great. The guys you mentioned uh, were I'm solid. Taking, I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, who are you taking? Quincy Nunwa or or I'll take Quincy. JD. I'll take Quincy. But, Brandon but, 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 but JD's still good though. Who are you taking Brandon Kinney or JD? I'll take Kinney. But JD's still reliable. He's still taking a good Kenny receiver. Bell or JD? Kenny Bell. That does. I'm not saying like it's a massive drop off. It's not like oh JD pretty drops big, everything. No, I mean JD was good. Right. JD was reliable. I'm not. He was good. You he had Stanley right. and you had saying those guys Spielman. were better. I was just saying those guys are better. They're better, but the, the guys that Adrian had at least that year were not. Were not. So bad. you're talking about 2018, his first year, and and and, and Adrian had a good year that year. They had a rough Pretty start. They would start off 0 and 6, but we, we all remember the 4 and 2 finish okay. where they push Ohio State to the brink and uh, they push Iowa and okay. they and they win the other four games. Okay, in 2018. In 2018. Yeah, Adrian had Morgan and JD as his top two receivers. You know who three and four were? Maurice Washington and Devino Zigbo. Adrian didn't have the talent that Tommy had and Taylor Martinez had. He didn't have it. I mean, I don't know if you could say now I will say this. Yeah, I mean twenty eighteen was I would agree with the textures that that was probably the best supporting group that Adrian had. And it wasn't as good as the 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 2011-2014 I don't think it was a huge drop-off. It was a drop-off. Whereas, whereas the next few years after that, maybe it would have been a drop-off. 2018 was, drop was the off. best. What Adrian, Adrian had, which is sad. Now, the, here's the thing you have to acknowledge in this conversation. In two, There was a lot of picks thrown from... Okay, 2015. Well, let me start. Hold on now. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, 
Um, if you start in 2014, 2014, Tommy threw 22 touchdown passes, 12 picks. 2015, 2015, you probably forget this, but Tommy threw 16 picks. Well, I, I, I recall that. That yeah. was the first year of Mike Riley. Yeah. And there were a lot of picks that year. 22 yeah. touchdown passes, 16 picks. No, I remember that very, very well. Tommy in 2016, 14 TDs, 8 picks. Tanner Lee in 2017, Jacob, 23 touchdowns, 16 picks. Nebraska that's too was, many. Yeah. The, 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 that's, a, that's, that's a two-year stretch of 31 interceptions in, right? Yes. No. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what, years, was, what was 16? Three years. It was a three-year stretch of, of 20, 16 plus 8 is 24, okay. plus 16 is 40. It's a three-year stretch of 40 interceptions. That's a lot. That's a lot of picks. That's a lot of picks. Now, that's from 215 to 217. And, you know, you weren't getting – you didn't have the benefit of a 1,000-yard rusher in any of those years. Newby was a pretty good running back, but never got close to 1,000. Never got close to 1,000. Okay. Tanner Lee in 2017, the 4-8 season, only completed 57.4% of his passes – 23 touchdowns, 16 picks. He had – now that receiver crew in 17 looked better to me. It was Morgan and J.D., but it was D.P.E. Yep. And then and then, then DeMornay Pearson now. DeMornay Pearson now. And yep. then Tyler Hoppus was the fourth late leading receiver, and he was pretty good. Yeah. So that wasn't – he couldn't really – but to your, to your question, how much has quarterback play – Dragged Nebraska back since its last since it last played for a conference title in 2000. 2012. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte US Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey. Deloitte. I would say it has. <laughs> well, thank <you>. <laughs> <laughs> It has. Now, how much? It's complicated. Because Adrian didn't have the skill position players around him that Tommy and Tanner Lee did. Tommy Armstrong and Tanner Lee did. But I don't think that Tommy necessarily or Tanner Lee really took advantage of the situation. It, it would have been – I'd really been curious how – Adrian would have done if he had Stanley for three years versus one. Yeah, now that's that was a reliable receiver that was very solid for Nebraska. Yeah, and JD, I'm not running down. JD was reliable. If, too. if you had, I mean, JD, JD was passes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he didn't drop. He, he was your drops. most reliable receiver that he had after Stanley. Right. He generally didn't have drops. JD. He didn't. No, he didn't have drops. Yeah. He was your he was your big play guy. Yeah, he was reliable. He was reliable. He was the dude. Yeah. They went. They they got too small at that position. By the way, you know that. Yeah, I always used to say that on this show. It used to drive everybody crazy, right? Why, why do they have all these little receivers? Yeah, you, you yeah, it's, it used to drive people nuts. Yeah, you still say that though. I do, and I mean it. <laughs> um, all right, let's see what Chris. Get a call from Chris right at the Baldwin shop at four zero two four six four five six eight five. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning. Jake, Steve, how are you guys this morning? We are well. Yeah, I'd say fine. Fine. How are you doing, Chris? Real good, Steve. And I I would guess, what are we? About a uh, 
Probably a mile away from you guys, aren't we, at the a shop mile. there? Okay, let me, no, I've got to think it's a little bit more than a mile. It's more than a mile. Chris. Yeah, it might be. <clears throat> yeah. It, it might be. You are a runner. It, you can gauge those things. I'm going to say a mile and a half. Okay, yeah, that I, I, yeah, that might be. I, I'm uh, driving these streets all day. I, I, I lose track of stuff, so. No, you're fine. But, you're fine. Uh, listen, Steve, Jake, um, yeah, you guys make a good point about how the quarterback is protected from the running by the running back, you know, and and yeah, Amir Dula was a great one. Better, uh, yeah, there's oh, no doubt about it. Shifty, you know, had had really decent speed. Uh, uh, really, you know, you got a guy that's running for 1,600 yards. Uh, that that's a difference maker. Now, uh, Adrian Martinez going to K State. We'll see how he does because he's going to have a thousand yard rusher down there protecting him. Deuce, yeah. Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn, so we'll great see. player. I, I I believe Deuce Vaughn had a thousand yards last year. I thought. Yeah. Oh, easily more than a thousand. Yeah. So so I I we'll see how Adrian does down there. And like I said, we wish him good luck. But no, you guys. Hey, you know there's factors in there. Yes, the quarterback play. Uh, you can point a finger at him for sure. Uh, but hey. And I'm not, I, I don't want to protect somebody, you know, especially somebody that was really frustrating to us in the stands like Tanner Lee, you know, after four games, I think he had more interceptions for touchdown, touchdown passes. And, but that being said, Steve Jake, mm-hmm. let's, let's throw in, hey, what was the quarterback coaching like? What was the play calling yes, like? Yes. Maybe the play calling set these quarterbacks up to in in bad positions and in a, in a bad situation where they they had to for, maybe they felt they had to throw the ball, but you know that should be a quarterback's decision also. But let's not forget the the play calling and and quarterback coaching that uh, we've seen the last five, six, seven years, eight years maybe, and. Hey guys, let's go where it all starts. Offensive line, yep, too. Yep, yep. That makes a huge difference there. So, uh, but to, to once again, I, I'm going to kind of protect these quarterbacks when we're talking about the Wisconsin championship game and some of these games we've lost to Wisconsin, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's remember they were running, running the. 300 to 600 yards on us in some of those games. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, there's hey, – hey, guys, let's face it. The last 10, 15, 20 years in the downfall of this program, uh, there's you could point a finger at almost every position. So, but guys, that being said, mm-hmm. hey, we got a lot of summer to chew on this stuff, and it's going to feel like summer today out here again. So, hey, great show, Steve, Jake. I'm going to hang up and listen. Thanks for the call, Chris. Okay. So, 2012 is when they got blitzed by Wisconsin, yes. 70-31. That was Amir's first season as a starter, like a full-time running back. And they had – think about that team, Jake. When I'm saying – Skill position talent has waned here. Your top three rushers in 2012 were Amir, 1,137 yards. Young young Amir. Yeah. Taylor ran for 1,019 that year. Taylor Martinez. 
Taylor Martin. This was what year? 11 or 12? 12. 12, 12 The championship okay. year. Rex Burkhead yeah. was the third leading rusher. 675 yeah. yards. Yep. Okay, you have, Amir and Abdul, you have Amir Abdul and Rex Burkhead going simultaneously. Plus Taylor. Plus Taylor running for 1,019. This is 212. And you have Kenny Bell, number one receiver. Anunwa, two. Jamal Turner, three. Kyler Reed, four. That's 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 how you win ten games. They won ten games. Well, I I think also go back to Adrian's best year was his freshman year here, right? That was the most exciting yeah, he was at yeah, least eighteen. That was that was the fir- that was the best year of a running back they had. Devonta Zigbo had a good year. Got a thousand. Got a thousand. Since then, they haven't had a reliable running back. I mean, yeah. they had Maurice Washington, who was electric at times, but unreliable, unreliable, and he's got not with the program anymore. Yeah, Zigbo got a thousand yards in 2018, and you're right. I mean, the power of having a running back like an Amir Abdullah or Rex Burkhead makes everything easier for everybody. Yes, it does. That's one lesson out of this. The other lesson is Nebraska's got to get back to recruiting better receivers. Although, I mean, it it's ebbed and flowed. By the way, by the way, Nebraska beat Georgia in 2013. Yeah, it was 13. Yep, in the, right. in the in the in Jacksonville. Whatever the hell Gator that was, Gator Bowl, yeah. Um, I mean, that I tell you, in 2016, okay, again, again, Jake, 2016, they they win nine, they go to the Music City Bowl. Newby had a decent year, 879 yards. Terrell Newby, 4.6 yards per carry. But now think about who Tommy Armstrong was throwing to that year. It's pretty good, Westy. Top receiver, Jordan Westerkin. Mm-hmm. Stanley Morgan was the second leading receiver. Brandon Riley was the third leading receiver. Pretty solid. Alonzo Moore was the fourth leading receiver. Pretty, pretty solid. DPE was the fifth leading receiver. Seaton Carter was the sixth oh, leading my receiver. My boy, who never got thrown to enough. <laughs> Still an NFL player, by okay, the way, Seaton Carter. Now it's informative to look at that because they did. That was a bowl. That was a bowl team. Uh, you know, it wasn't a great team that lost to Tennessee in the Music City Bowl. But they won nine. And that that that's a pretty good group of guys right there, right? That is a good group of guys. Yeah, it's a very, very solid group. Tommy only completed 51% of his passes that year. 51%. 14 TDs, 8 picks. That's in 11 games. Now, he was hurt, he was hurt late. He was hurt late. Remember against Iowa, he yep. went, but he was, yeah, it was the, yeah. he was hobbling around he was not, out there. He was not healthy. Yeah, couldn't play in the bowl game. Got beat 40 to 10, and yeah. he, he, just, he couldn't do it. He had nothing on him. 51, 51% passer, Jake. In 2015, he was a 55% passer. Well, we knew that in yeah. in 2014 he was a 53% pass. So, are you asking the question, what would Adrian be like with with that group of players? Uh, absolutely, I, I'm asking that. What would have Adrian? What have what would have Adrian been like with Westerkamp, Stanley Morgan, Brandon Riley, Alonzo Moore, DPE, and Seaton Carter? Hello, and hello, and probably a little bit a little bit better offensive line play. Probably, yeah. Thank you. You're coming around on my well, points about Adrian. Well, I, yeah, I, I like Adrian, and I, I, it wasn't all his fault, but I, I think also as Doc points out, and I know this player became a second-round pick, but Adrian was a four-year starter, and two of those years, the center could not snap the ball. I mean, Good point. 
I mean, Adrian, I told, point, you, I told you I was on the field before the Ohio State game mm-hmm. in the, when Nebraska got killed 48-7 yeah, to seven in here. 2019 yeah. in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit wet, a little bit rainy before the game. And I'm watching Cam snap the ball to Adrian and with nobody there, it's just those two. Adrian's reaching up above his head. That stuff matters. It does. I, and, and Cam will probably be a great NFL center, and I'm rooting for him. and I, That's great, but it, it doesn't change the fact that the confidence of Adrian Martinez was, was, was affected from that issue. They had snap problems for two years, two and a half years. And if you can't trust the simplest thing of getting the ball and, and getting your read, I mean, we all know the, it, was a, it was a timing-based offense. It was all timing, quick, and that affects your rhythm. No doubt. You're you're one hundred percent right. It's a and this and this is a complex discussion. Thank you to Chris for at, for you know pointing out that football is it's multi layered. The discussions you have to throw into defense and coaching and all that. And with Adrian, with Adrian, I don't give him a pass in this for not having a thousand yard rusher behind him. Only one time, Divino Zigbo first year. barely got it. One thousand seventy two yards. Um, did average seven yards a carry. I cut Adrian a lot of slack for not having the skill position talent that Tommy Armstrong had, that Tanner Lee had, and that Taylor Martinez had. I cut him a lot of slack. But there's no denying that Adrian repeatedly failed in the clutch. He did. Now, I wonder, continuing this theme of multi-layer discussions, nuances, sometimes I wondered if, Adrian was just carrying such a heavy load that, he, that when clutch time came, it was he was a little dragged back by that. Maybe, but that's, when, didn't that's have, when the great ones step up, though, even with they're tired and, and, and beaten down. I mean, Joe Burrow got hit a lot of times oh, with the Bengals. Made a great point. But Joe Burrow, yeah. his offensive line was horrible. Yeah, who, did he, who, who, who was he throwing he, to? No, he had great receivers. He had great receivers. But Joe Burrow, in that case, like you said there, Got hit a lot. He was sacked a zillion times. Yes, last he was. Year. I, it was an incredible he, number. He got hurt the previous year because he got sacked. I mean, he got he got hit like sacked like seven times in the game, and the last one got him. Mm-hmm. His first his rookie year, mm-hmm. he gets hit a lot. That's a great point. But much better. I mean, incredible receiving core. But still, yeah, he he fights through it. Banged up. Let's go. Let's, let's go get a call from Napa. Let's, let's go, go out, Napa. Let's go to the West Coast. We've got Vince in Napa, California, on the hotline. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you, Vince? Bring it. Well, and and, and if you're if you're ta- and, and assuming you're taking count on the closest and farthest listener, um, I'm the polar opposite of Baldwin Shop, Chris. I'm about if you're scoring at home, I'm about sixteen hundred miles away from where you guys are. Sixteen hundred miles. God bless. That'd you. be tough to top there, Vince. God bless you. We love hearing <clears throat> from you, Vince. Yeah, but. Um, I, you know, I think Chris made a great point because uh, one thing you got to take into account is that, um, I mean, you, one thing that you hear a lot about the game of football mm-hmm. is how quarterback is the most important position. I mean, people, you know, bellow, bellow that point all the time. And, and I don't push back against that. It very definitely is. It can make a huge difference. But I also agree with Chris that, there, and, I, and I know he didn't use these words specifically, but he more or less did, is that there's not a more team-oriented sport yeah. than there is football, if you're talking about the big three. It's not like basketball where, mm-hmm. okay, 
you're 20% of the roster on the court at the same time. You're playing both offense and defense. And if we're, and if we're speaking in NBA terms, you're playing 35, 40 minutes a night. It's, not, it's also not like baseball where it's a nine-inning game and you can be the best hitter in the world and you're only getting four at-bats. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, you're only making an impact for maybe half the game. And when you're on the field, on defense, you're only making an impact when uh, the ball's put in play. In football, you know, as important as quarterback is, you're still only one out of 22 starters. Mm-hmm. And, you're also on the, and you're also on the sideline for half the game. Now, all that being said, I'm not giving Nebraska quarterbacks a pass either. I think regardless of how you slice and dice all of the uh, you know, surrounding pieces around them, I mean, quarterback still needs an O-line, you still need weaponry, and you still need support from your defense because, okay, do you remember, like you take the NFL quarterbacks that have the most Super Bowls, Brady, Montana, and Bradshaw. Okay. Those guys ever have to, those, I don't remember those guys ever having to make do with a subpar defense or a subpar running game, <clears throat> you know, but. Um, right, right, okay. right. And, uh, but, but again, the common denominator since the 20. It's since the 2012 season, whether we're talking the two Martinez's, whether we're talking uh, Armstrong, whether we're talking Tanner Lee or whomever, okay. the common denominator mm-hmm. has been all, all of those guys had a tendency to make some untimely turnovers. You know, and, and I agree with you, Jake. I would have been interested to see how Adrian would have done if he had multiple years of Stanley Morgan, yeah, right. but also with the Vino Zigbo because nothing mm-hmm. helps an o- because a running game will help an offense on so many layers because it, it protects the quarterback, mm-hmm. it opens up passing game windows, mm-hmm. and also, and you know this is coming, you know this is coming. Oh, yes. A yes. conventional running game, yes. as in a 1,000-yard yes. rusher, it allows an offense to go out there and fight with bloody knuckles every game. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you, Vince. Great buildup. Tremendous. Nope. <laughs> there, there he is. There's, there's Vince and Napa. Two great calls. Gus. Gus Two great calls. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Vince from 1,600 miles. Yeah, from uh, Napa Valley, California. Chris from a pro. I'm going to say a mile. And I half. think it's a. Uh, you think a mile and a half? It might um, only be a mile. No, actually. it's over a mile. You think so? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go mile and a half. Okay, it's not two. From the Baldwin shop. Yep. You're traveling. You'd be traveling to the north and yeah, the you take, e- you and take, the west. Take a left at. Uh, Huntington, Layton. Huntington. Huntington. I'd say Huntington. Goes to 33rd, and you're up there, basically. Yeah. It's about a mile and a half. Yeah. Be a good little jog for you. Uh, before we go any further, and we talk about some lines that are out for a couple games for next year for Nebraska football, so, I have failed the people this morning. I have failed the people. What happened? I did not ask you an update on the contact situation. Oh, there was a, quite an update. We need the update. Just Yesterday. just to recap again, you got a new phone. Your your contacts did not transfer over. You had a conversation at one fifty five p.m. on Tuesday uh-huh. with a Apple representative, and then you had to call back yesterday to see what the situation was. Right, and I went through three representatives. I called them at the required time one forty five. It took till three forty five to get to the point where they said. 
in 13 days, you will receive a text that that it's we're going through a verification process. Now, you will receive a text that will allow you to go forward and recover whatever you lost. At that point, you could probably do it yourself, but you're, you can call us. So 13 days from now, May 20, 13 days from yesterday. Are they messing with you? No. What's the point of 13 no, days? No. No, this is a pretty complex story. And, okay, so, but anyway, 13 days, May 24th will be a big day. May 24th. I need to receive a text um, on May 24th, and then we move forward. There's a verification process because I, they're very protective of all the, uh, the passwords, IDs, all that, because they have to be, because people get scammed all the time. This has been very informative. I've I talked to a lot of, I've not talked to a lot of people about it, but I've, talk, I've talked to enough people that say, yeah, what you're going through is about standard. Maybe a little bit more than standard, but Cindy Lang Cubic, for instance, the formerly of the Lincoln Journal star, columnist, Cindy Lang Cubic, no longer at the Lincoln Journal star, but she tweeted yesterday. This is what she tweeted. She didn't tweet this at me. This is just a random occurrence that happened to be coincide with my issues. Ready? If you forget your Apple ID password, you basically have to die and come back as a new person to get your data on a new phone. If you forget your Apple ID password, Cindy says, you basically have to die and come back as a new person to get your data on a new phone. I talked to a producer in Omaha, I told you yesterday, whose who's significant other lost. She had some sort of issue like this. She lost a bunch of data, it, and, and there was a password issue. It took her four full days to get it all back. Don't forget your password, Apple ID. Yeah, okay. Um so yeah, May twenty fourth, thirteen days will be a big day. I don't get, I don't understand the the almost two week delay. The there was a point in one of the calls yesterday. I talked to four different people, um, where the man said, "My God, how did you get into this phone? I did something wrong." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My God, how'd you even get it? Yeah, he was thing? startled. He was startled. Well, I'm sure we'll have more updates on this as it goes on. Yes, but Thank right you. now I'm up to 50 contacts. I'm Including me. Yeah, I'm slowly getting them back. Um, I got people texting me who I don't know they are. Somebody texted me last night, and all it said was, lame, seriously lame. I don't know who that person you is. You say, state your name. Yeah, I, I don't know who that is. Nebraska number. Well, just say, just say, I lost my contacts. Yeah. Who is this? Okay, it's do it's right simple. Now. Do that. Do that right now. More next an early break on the ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman. 
Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.